Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning, it is 1048. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Way to bring the energy there, guys. What the hell is this? I don't know. It's a little tribute. A little tribute to? Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I was never a big Crosby guy, like a Crosby, Stills, or Nash guy. So I will allow the uh, the tribute music. So Hammer came into the studio today reeking mm-hmm. of booze, which that's not that unusual. It's Friday. But he was reeking of booze and said, hey, do you want to role play? So I have no idea where this is going, but the floor is yours. This is not some sort of late birthday gift for Casey. <laughs> I, by the way, did you show her yourself naked yesterday? No. No, I'll have to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I heard you guys talking about Boss Hogsett and the question of why doesn't anybody ask this guy where he was at for the riot? Yeah. We have been talking about this forever. And you're right. There are so many reporters in this city that they're just so thirsty for access to this loser, they don't want to ask the question. So here's what we're going to do. This is how it should go down. Rob, you will play the role of yourself. Yes. I will play the role of Joe Hogsett. Okay. Let's act like you finally got the interview that you want. That Diamond Joe, Boss Hogsett, has stumbled in here. He's sitting down, having a conversation with you. What should this conversation be like? I'm Joe Hogsett. Start the interview. I would like to point out before we begin, you have a bottle of something there in your hand. What is that? Uh... Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting into character. Uh, Okay, so it is very clear from the audio tapes that you were not in command the first night of the riots in the city of Indianapolis. So why was that? Where were you? Rob, (laughs) I was at home. I was observing people protesting peacefully. (laughs) And let the record clearly state that I was 100% not drunk. <laughs> and I can't stress this enough. I was 100% not sloppy drunk or in rehab or peeing my pants. And there was no way those rumors are true that I wanted to come downtown in an inebriated state. And my weasel assistants told me that would be super embarrassing. So let's put all those rumors to rest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) he opens up the bottle. (laughs) Isn't that just such an indictment on our media, though? That nobody, I mean, everybody knows the allegations, right? Right. And you would think that something of that magnitude, you would say, I mean, what a story if you got the story, right? Where's the verified Channel 13 at? They come at me for true stories, which I'm still waiting my apology from old two L's over there. (laughs) But the mayor of a major city, Mm -hmm. a city that has hosted a Super Bowl, that hosts the Final Four on the regular, that has convention after convention come to it, no one knew where the mayor was at for two nights. Mm -hmm. And the rumors are out there. And again, these are just rumors. Let me just say that. 
but there are rumors that he was possibly intoxicated or somewhere trying to sober up. There were rumors spread by Democrats in Marion County. Let me just say this. Democrats have told me he tried to come downtown after night number one. He was like Shooter and Hoosiers. Bingo. (laughs) And his staff was like, oh my God, no, you're not going to do that. So that's why they put out a tweet at like one or two o'clock in the morning. That's all we got. Now, if all of those things are untrue, wouldn't you be standing on top of a mountain yelling, what? Where did you hear this? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be doing interview after interview addressing this? To refute it. But nobody, all the little butt sniffers in the city that act like they want to be political <laughs> reporters, none of them have enough hair on their peaches to ask this guy where you were at. Could you imagine if Philadelphia or even Chicago media acted this way? Like, let's be honest, Chicago's a very liberal town and Lori Lightfoot is a total loser. But at least the media in that city mm-hmm. would be like, wait a minute. Where is our mayor at while windows are being broken up and down Rush Street? Yeah, she was cheerleading for it, but at least she was somewhere. At least we knew where she was. And it's the same way with sports, too, right? Where our media refuses to hold our local sports teams or sports owners or whatever accountable. And I don't understand. Like, they feel – is it they feel, well – if I am remotely honest about what's going on or I dig on what's going on or I tell the truth about what's going on, they won't talk to me anymore and them not talking to me anymore is more important than me telling the public what's going on. Correct. There's a lot of that to it. We've set the precedent here in Indianapolis that having access to people and almost wanting to be somewhat buddy-buddy with these people is more important than the story. And look at the tweet yesterday from the sports writer of the Indy Star. He's upset that he's losing followers. And he tweets this. Yeah. He's upset that he's losing followers because people didn't like the story that he wrote about Tony Dungy and some other things. Well, okay, that's fine. Um, how about you guys just focus on what's happening with the Colts? Your political bullcrap has interfered with covering the team. And I'm not somebody that normally says, just stick to sports. That's not who I am. But you don't get to complain when your woke liberal bullcrap costs you viewers, or in this case, readers. You don't get to do that. Yeah, and to bring it back full circle, this is one of the problems is, and why the Republicans in this state are so bad, is because they know that people look at the only other alternative, let's face it, libertarians have not yet proven they're viable, certainly with statewide candidates. And they say, well, yeah, this is terrible, but I sure can't have this. So I guess I'll tolerate the terrible. And then the Republicans know, well, no matter what I do, you're going to vote for me anyway. Mm -hmm. So they don't represent you Mm -hmm. and they represent the special interest because even representing the special interest, it's still better than the radical leftism. Well, they're not getting punished by the voters ever. Exactly. Bringing back to the media, though, like what happened in Baltimore the other day where the CEO of the Orioles calls a press conference at Camden Yards where the Orioles play. It's only like the second time in four years he's spoken to the press. A reporter asks him a question like there's rumors you're going to sell the team. And this guy melts down. Because it's supposed to be about scholarships and MLK Mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. Well, you're the CEO of the Orioles. You called the press conference at Camden Yards. There might be a question about the Orioles coming up. 
props to the Baltimore media. Do you think something like that would ever happen in this city? Would anybody ever push back against Ursay or Ballard like that, not named Dan Dockich? What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, This afternoon, Beer Sample Friday. We got Abdul coming on with us, the crazy coupon lady, Dr. Laura Wilson, and a lot more. All right, pass the bottle. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.